Hey, it's Minnie Marie with Purpose Film Mommy, and thank you all so much for joining me for today's podcast. Today's podcast episode is definitely going to be fun because it's our Q&A day, and I decided to do a Q&A buffet. So all the questions that have been sent in via DM, email, I got you. So we're going to talk about those topics today, from handling the Thanksgiving holidays with a pandemic, from do I pick my children's friends? Yeah, let's talk about that. In addition to that, when you feel frustrated as an influencer, we're going to talk about all of that and more on today's Q&A Buffet. Thanks for joining me. So I wanted to talk about a buffet because that brought back all the memories from my childhood with my mother and my brother because that's what she would do on Fridays. She would treat us with a buffet where we could just go out because my mom, I come from humble beginnings. I'm just being 100, you know, nothing fancy here. My mom worked in retail and there were little restaurants around the area. She was tired from being on her feet all day and balancing you know, working outside of the home, a single mom with teens at that time, she would treat us to a buffet so we could just have what our hearts desire and she could just sit back, relax and enjoy. So that's what I want you all to do today. Sit back and relax and enjoy as I share with you all some of the questions that have been sent in recently. So one of the major questions that have been sent in is how do you do the holidays when it's a pandemic going on? So I was like, yeah, let's talk about that because that's something that everybody has thought about because things are a little bit different. You know, some of us have relatives that are high risk when it comes down to being more prone to actually being able to contract COVID. So I have that myself with my mother. So with my mother battling what she has right now, it will not be the safest for her to come down to see us. And that's something that we talked about. Actually, she brought up herself and the kids have been asking to see, you know, their grandmother. And it's, it's, it's different. It's definitely different. They want to see their cousins. And again, it's different. And this is the thing too, when there's a pandemic going on, you, you can follow all the CDC guidelines, right? But when you allow people inside your home, there is no guarantee that they have done the same. And I think that's what puts us kind of on edge. And when it comes down to wearing the mask, there are so many complaints. There are debates about it. We have seen riots on it. It's crazy. All right. But I hate wearing the mask. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. But I know when I step outside and I'm in a building and I'm around other people, it's not just for me, it's for them too. But you don't know that when it comes down to allowing people within your home. And that's so hard because this is family. This is, these are people we love. Now, for some of us, we're like, look, I didn't want to see those people anyway. (laughs) So we'll talk about that a little bit when it comes down to the dysfunctional family that you're like, yes, I finally got an excuse. I don't have to sit around the table with my outlaws. I hear you been there done that (laughs) but when it comes down for those of you all who definitely enjoy fellowship there's nothing wrong with that I love fellowship too and it's so hard right now but I made the decision for my family that I want to put the safety for my kids and those who are you know those of us here at home along with those who 
as much as I want to see them, I don't want to, I don't want to put them at risk. So when things eased up a little bit and it looked like we were going back to norm, yes, my mom couldn't wait to come down. It's like she was just anxious to come down to see everybody. But as we have seen with the cases being on the rise again and growing, we've had that discussion. So you know what? Sometimes you got to just think outside of the box and just take advantage of the technological, as I say that word, tech, help me out, tongue. Why can't you do it? <laughs> so the technology or technical advancements. Yes, it came out. Oh, <laughs> and just connect with each other that way. You know, sometimes you may have to zoom and look, I got some collard greens. You got some collard greens. Let's eat them together. I've seen zoom dates. It's crazy, but it looks cute. It's wonderful. And you're still being connected. I zoom with one of my dearest girlfriends when we get an option. And I love seeing her face. That's a part that I, I, I won't lie to you. I like to connect. I'm an ambivert, but at the same time, I love being around my people. So when I don't get to be around my people, sometimes I'm like, Ugh. you know, so I feel you. I feel you on that. So all I'm going to tell you is put safety first. Be creative as, as much as possible and stay connected. I get you on that. My children want to see their cousins. All of my family, for the most part, that I'm closest with, meaning like my mother and my brothers, they are two and a half hours away so yeah do I have some aunts and I got that wedding and funeral family you know the people that you see at weddings you see them at funerals <laughs> but y'all not like hey we're coming to dinner <laughs> I have those people around not that far but the rapport and the love that you have from like your home home that's two and a half hours away and I want to see them too so it's tough for me this year but hey we're going to have to just do it a little differently and I'm okay with that they said that was just a family discussion that we had. They're okay with it. So we're just going to love each other and fellowship creatively this year. So that's what we're doing. And we still, we're still going to have our greens. We're still going to have our sweet potato pie. We don't have pumpkin pie. It's a debate. I know down South. All right. Soul food. going to just going to tell you this. Put sweet potato forever. Okay. That's what, that's what we're doing. So that's what we're, that, that's just how it is. So don't feel guilty. Don't allow anybody to make you feel guilty for that when it comes down to putting your family first and safety. And for those of you guys who are like, yes, I got an excuse. I don't have to be around those crazy people. This is your moment. Girl, this, this is your moment. You do not have to be around them this year. <laughs> In the Zoom chat, you could be like storing the pot. <laughs> <laughs> like hey y'all all right yes that's what you say in your head you just stir the pot just smile and go yes this is your moment <laughs> and if you hear them say something crazy like, oh technical difficulties my computer acting up close the screen <laughs> close the screen <laughs> i'm sorry we have a girl talk okay yes i'm naughty i'm telling you the truth <laughs> but some of you guys like yes i don't have to be bothered with them crazy people <laughs> All right, I'm keeping you all in prayer and I pray that you guys have a happy Thanksgiving, all right? And find something together that you all can just say, you know what? We're grateful to be alive. We're grateful to have one another. We're grateful to have a roof over our head and food to eat. Find something to be grateful for for this holiday season, especially this year. So our next question for our Q&A buffet is something that, hey, we've all been there from our childhood 
with our parents until now being parents ourselves and seeing that with our children, especially with our preteens and teens. And it, it simply came in as such. Do I have a right or should I pick my children's friends? Whew. So, you know, we don't want to be helicopter moms, but, you know, there's certain situations where it's kind of like, okay, it's not even about being a helicopter mom. It's like, I can see that this is not a good fit for you. This is an unhealthy friendship. And this person is has a lifestyle or they're into certain things that, you know, go against our family, our family's core values. And baby, let's talk about it. So that was something that recently that I had to do myself with my daughter. Now, my son He's pretty much like me. He's pretty much like, okay, I see it. I can deal with people. I'm friendly, can make conversation, and he can just sit back and chill. But he has his one homeboy that I met. (laughs) And I'm saying homeboy because that's what he calls him, his homeboy. And I've met him, and, you know, sweet guy. They've had their little spats or whatever like that, as teenagers do. But they have a brotherhood. And it's just, from what I can gather, it looks like something that's going to be, you know, for a long time. Now, with girls, you know, it's Caddy. So I have my preteen. And she actually befriended a relative of my son. And, you know, it started off cool with going to little birthday parties, you know, pre-pandemic. I'll say that. When, you know, every year and it looked like an innocent friendship and they called each other cousins because, you know, when you get into the play cousin. Oh, that's when it's real. If you have never heard of play cousin, let me like, you know, hip you to some game <laughs> when you are introduced as cousin, but you aren't blood related. That's like a step above best friend. I'm just going to tell you in kitty world. When you are the play cousin, it's real. So they had this little play cousin thing going on. It was great. But I noticed as my daughter was coping through the divorce that her cell phone became something that she just, oh my gosh, you know, they all are locked to the phones. But for her, it was was getting a a little deeper. I'm just being 100. I know, you know, it's cute to have these little cookie cutter mom conversations on how you should live your life. And I don't have any problems. No, I keep it 100. Why? Because we deal with real stuff with our children in our homes and we can't really connect with one another. If I'm just showing you, look how pretty and perfect everything is, in, is you know, in my home and in my background. And, and I look great in these photos. I really want to talk to you guys about what I deal with sometimes as a parent. And it is sometimes when you're juggling co-parenting and you're juggling teenagers and a preteen twins. Hey, it gets real. So. I noticed that that her phone became a level of comfort for her to escape, but particularly with this young girl. And, you know, again, you can't control no other child's background of where they're from than other than yours. Just just say I'll just say that mom, sweet, professional, nothing like that. But I noticed that the relationship was getting almost obsessive with both of them always on the phone together. And then I'll tell you this, and I'm just going to advise you because this is something I had to learn myself. A lot of times we'll tell the children like, okay, if they're on YouTube, it's okay. 
you know, if we see a cartoon character. Don't trust that because sometimes it'll be a Mickey Mouse character or a SpongeBob character. And then there's a way that these sick graphic artists can turn that into something completely twisted and lock your children into. So they started to get, I know my daughter loves drawing. She was into the anime and all these different things, but I could see that it just became a little darker. Again, that's her way of expressing herself and what she was coping. But the relationship with the friend just started to get not healthy. The argument started to get almost, you know, I don't want to blame the other little girl, but I could just see that it was more on her side with some of the negativity when it came down to the influences and the conversation. So, you know, I'll never say not my child. I'll never say that because you can, you know, do everything you can and do your best to raise your child right. You know, this is a faith-based empowerment blog. So you can teach your child about the word and all of that. And they can still do some what in the world. So I saw that they were into some graphics that I was like, oh, wow, that's not Mickey Mouse. You know, <laughs> that's not this particular character. And this, and it was sent in like vice versa. Them. And the thing about it, they were when I could sense that it was getting kind of crazy, the little girl would be on punishment and the mom would be like, okay, she can't get on, she can't get on the phone and she'll call and tell me. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then vice versa, if it was my daughter, but then they started to create these little apps where they could still talk. So this is what I'm learning for myself as a mom. I'm like, wow. So even if you block the block a phone number, there are all these different apps that regardless if you block the phone number or not, that they can still have conversations with one another. They can create characters and then they can still have conversations. So that's when I was like, okay, woo. And both mom and I had that heart to heart conversation of, look, this is not healthy. Let's, let's reel this thing back in. Both of the girls were going to going through something very similar and they did have each other, but I will say this, if you notice that your child is personality out, if you notice their personality changing, you notice that they start being more aggressive towards you, pay attention to that. See, really look into the friendships that that they are associated with. Because if you have, if your child is involved with a friend and that's their way of communicating with their parents and it's like you know, snapping and all of that, then your child may think that it's safe to do it with you. (laughs) And I said, think that it's safe because some of us like, girl, you just do not know, (laughs) not this mama. But it's just pay attention to behavior, like strong behavior changes. Um, If you notice your child's attire changing and it's especially if it's um, more of not who they usually are, but almost like they're trying to be somebody else. And especially if it's coming off more of a darker side and and not just darker when it comes down to golf. It could be more um, sexualized. Pay attention to that. Their speech, those little end of windows, you know, because they sneak all of that in these little conversations now with the memes. And you could say, you know, I'm watching their phone, I'm monitoring their phone, but there's so many ways. These kids know phones and technology in ways that we don't. My babies came out the NICU and learned how to swipe a phone. It's just, it's different now. They can just, 
I don't know what's in them, but <laughs> I mean, I know the same flesh and blood that we have, but it's just they are more technology savvy than what we are. And really, when you give your child technology in the phone, see if it's something that they're old enough and mature enough to handle. And if you can see signs that they are not mature enough to handle that, then you know what? Shut it down. You may have to get that $12 flip phone, flip phone from Walmart. It is what it is. But we just decided that they needed a break from one another. I know when you when your child goes through something major, it could be divorce, it could be death, it could be relocation to a new city. Children are resilient. However, don't think that just because they are because they're resilient that they don't have feelings. So, being that her father is a licensed counselor, um myself having a mentor program, it's like, you know what? It's not about perfection. It's not about accolades and stuff from your parents. It's like, let's get help. Let's talk about it. So that's one of the things that we are always open to as a family, unashamed to say like, look, hey, counseling for this, talking for this. It's not just, I'm a, yes, am I going to pray? Yes. Am I going to, you know, speak to a trusted uh, spiritual leader if need be? Yes. But if professional help is also an option I'm going to also try that but yeah my mom told me when I was about my daughter's age about a friend and I love this girl no one could tell me that me and this young lady would not be friends forever but it's always that I think because my mom told me that this person wasn't right it it almost like it drew me closer to her so I'll never forget um I was didn't do what I was supposed to do instead of going home. I went to her house and I walked there. She had an older sister and my mom would always buy me these cute little clothes because she worked in retail at the store. So anything that first came out, she would definitely give it to me. So me being gullible and not being wise when it came down to understanding a little street stuff, it was like, yeah, I may have grown up in the inner city, but at the same time I was protected in some ways. So I didn't know like, you know, the game. So the The sister finessed me. Um, (laughs) When I say finessed, I learned that from my middle schoolers. It's almost like you know how to manipulate a situation. That's what finesse means. So a little urban slang right there for you. And she was like, yeah, well, that's a cute outfit. Here, let's switch up. You can try this and you can try that. All right. Oh, you look great. But she she was giving me her clothes that were completely different than mine and actually when I saw where she was at you know where they stayed I realized like oh wow how blessed I was but again at the time I'm just gullible not thinking so I walked back home and I'm thinking I got on some cool clothes because they like the you know the Kanye West has like the clothes with the holes and all these different things like that so I'm just thinking like yeah this is the new style mom see you didn't even know this man everybody wearing holes and dirty shoes and when I walked back home my mom looked at me and said where's where are your clothes and I was like huh but mom look her sister they share clothes that's what they said and they said I'm her sister too because look they gave me their clothes and and then I gave them mine and my mom was like what and we didn't have a car at the time but (laughs) she walked me back those miles to that home met with that mother to talk to her with in love and this thing I know, I changed that clothes yesterday. I got a spanking later. I did. But <laughs> she had a talk with me about it. And it wasn't shortly after that. There was, I would say, one of the worst fights I could think about um, I have ever had in my little uh, childhood career. And it was <laughs> like childhood career. Isn't that funny? But it was with this young lady who I thought was my best friend. And she was all, you know, 
gossiping and saying little nasty stuff about me. But mom knew it all along. So this is what I'll say. First of all, set an example by having positive friendships in your life as a mom. All right. That's the key. Have a consistency with friendships, you know, and, you know, sometimes things happen and sometimes a friendship ends. And if that does come, you know, come to play, have an honest conversation with your children of why such and such is no longer a part of you all's life, especially if you guys were close in conversation. When your children hear you talk about people, you know, let them hear you talk about people in positive ways. Don't let children sit around adult conversation and hear gossip and messiness, because I'm telling you as a teacher, you can always tell which child is always around the adults because they want to get closer to you as a teacher. And they love seeing can they get a little bit of that tea? Stop that. Don't do that. Positive conversations only. And then some conversations, you got to make sure they are out of the room if you want to talk about it. But I'll just say gossip is not good for anybody. And then make sure that you all are reading and studying the word together so they can learn the characteristics of a good friend. So when they see that someone is treating them in a way that is not of God, and is not of love. They know how to pull away from that. If they see that somebody is involved into things or introducing them to things that they know that are, that you all do not have in your home and that is not good, that they can recognize that and they can pull away. And that's all you can do. Just plant that foundation. I would say this when it comes to your children, it's not one of those situations that you deal with a coworker or you deal with just a random person in your mom group. It's like, look, I don't want to talk about anybody. I let you see something. I let you see and figure out people for yourself. When it comes down to your children, no, you <laughs> shut it down. I told this to uh, a friend of mine and discussing the situation with my daughter and the young lady. Look, it's something about moms. And I'll say this about my own. If my mom called a spade a spade, it was a spade. <laughs> very seldom was she rare like rarely wrong if she I don't know how she did it but if mama said such and such wasn't right such and such wasn't right (laughs) and I discovered it later on like mama you were right because I was the one like my daughter you're wrong they're a great person they love me forever (laughs) been there done that with a couple other things that mom was right about but All I'm saying is you have a right to give them the guidance, plant the foundation and then pray about it. And then when you see that it is to the extreme, especially if they are preteens, young, you can shut that thing down, (laughs) shut it down and call it a day. So that that's my take on the topic. I would love to hear more about you guys when it come down to that. And I'll make sure you are aware when I write the blog post on it. So in our last question in our Q&A buffet, I really wanted to talk to my mom influencers, my bloggers, my YouTubers, my writers, all of you guys who just share your mom journey in the various capacities. I want to first of all salute you and I pray that this question that was asked give you a little bit of encouragement. And it was just a person, it was more of like a a series of things within the question, but it basically summed up to this. It was like, look, how do I grow my audience as a mom influencer? Because I feel stuck, frustrated, and just feel like, hey, it's not even worth it anymore. So I recently put a 
a post on my Instagram and on my Facebook page. And it was from an interview that I had with a local news station. And sometimes those opportunities come my way in just sharing a little bit about Purposeville Mommy on various topics, along with the um, fullness of my platform. And I'm grateful for those opportunities. And I want to just read this to you. And this is what I posted because um, sometimes you do feel frustrated. Sometimes you do feel like, you know what, hey, I spent all this time editing this video and bam, I only got three views and you're pushing yourself out there or you're selling a product. And sometimes when you put mom influencer out there, you know, depending on the people that you have around, they may be like, uh, who do you think you are? I know who you are. I've been knowing you since you, and you don't get that support from your family, especially or loved ones or friends, especially in the red hen stage. So let's talk about it. So I wrote this. I said, dear sis, I want to encourage you to keep going, especially to those of you who are passionate in service and what you do. No matter what anyone says, it is a service in sharing your ideas, creations, journeys, and motherhood, using your words to inspire others, being vulnerable in sharing transparently about your personal struggles as a mom, and those of you who have a heart for family ministry. All right, and speaking life to families regardless of their dynamics. Being an influencer has nothing to do with the pursuit of perfect numbers and follows. But it's about bringing inspiration to others through your unique journey. It's not to bulk under pressure through comparisons. And I encourage you, Ma, to just be your dynamic self. Some will continue with you through the red hen stage and some will drop off. Some will be happy with your success and some will get into their feelings. Sometimes you will get a break and a wonderful opportunity to show the mission of your platform. And sometimes, girl, you will have to build your own table. Some will fall in love with you and some will never buy into what you're doing. Sometimes the opportunities will come to you and other times you will have to break out of fear and putting yourself out there. No matter what, keep doing you and being you. You're doing absolutely amazing with your cute self. You know, I got to say that with your cute self. (laughs) Raise those beautiful babies, honor your home and keep God as the center in all you do. Be blessed, beautiful. That's a message that I wrote specifically for women like myself who are putting themselves out there, who are putting their homes out there with the hopes of encouraging others. And look, I'll be honest with you. I see people all the time. They could just take a random picture and bam, they may have 200 likes. And then I may put something out there and get 20. I do my best not to compare myself to those people. And sometimes I look at this Are these people consistent? So I can't compare myself to somebody who is consistent. And sometimes I'm going to tell you this. There are a lot of you guys who are talented, got great. You have great ideas. But for whatever reason, that spirit of fear comes within you. I know because I fight it myself. And sometimes it's not even a spirit of fear. It's the spirit of procrastination. So it may be somebody out here who... They may not can they may not can bake cookies as good as you do, but they're consistent with the cookies that they make. They may be triangle shape, rectangle shape, but they know every Tuesday those Cubanism cookies go come out. I say that because, you know, I teach art. So <laughs> study Cubanism. Yeah, art rocks. But seriously, they're consistent. So you can't get upset 
when it comes down to somebody who looks like they're growing when you're not consistent in what you're doing. That's the first thing. Two, learn how to celebrate other people and network, network and have positive networks. Sometimes locally, it's funny. I can tell you that myself because with local people, for whatever reason, it can be competition based. It's like people think that you all are all fighting for the same speaking engagement. So they don't want to work with you. Or sometimes they just want to go through your followers feed and they'll work with everybody else that you know, but you, I know all the tricks of the game when it comes down to this. I've been doing this for about five years now, but what I'm telling you is if you look at what you're doing as an act of service, if you are prayerful in what you put out there, I mean, literally before I open my mouth, it's like this, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart are right, be acceptable. And I just, and I speak not from myself, but what I've prayed about. And I thought about sometimes it even makes me procrastinate because I'm like, look, I'm not going to put something out there because I'm saying I'm coming from a place of many being in her feelings. I'm not coming out of my, I'm not coming out of a place where I'm trying to do a dig on somebody. Am I going to talk about a real life experience that happens? You're right. But I want to make sure that I don't poison the platform by doing all those digs. I'll tell the truth about something, even if it makes me look bad and I'll share examples. But I don't want to just have a fight with a coworker. Not saying I even do that, but I just I don't want to have a disagreement with a coworker. And then, bam, I'm going to do a blog in relation to that the next day. You get what I'm saying? Now, can I talk about that later on and talk about that as a learning experience? Yes. So. Throw all that in, you know, in the, I would call your little red hen pot as you grow and connect with people who you guys have similarities and there are people who are equally as well as they're proud of sharing, they're connected with you and they're tagging with you and vice versa. And then you'll find that different platforms work for different people. I have put stuff on YouTube and it's like a ghost town. I don't know. I mean, and some of that, I do know why, because I'm not as consistent when it comes down to YouTube. But when it comes down to Facebook and Instagram, I do a lot better. And even with that, I can do a whole lot more. And I'll tell you this, too. I want to encourage you. Don't take the fast way out. Oftentimes we can buy followers. We can buy likes on our Facebook page. And it's obvious you don't go from no one barely paying attention to what you've done one day and then you posting the same thing and bam you got over a thousand this that no 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 so I'm a mass communications major let's put this to the side the whole art teacher thing so in studying marketing and all of that you know I hope they're switching it up a lot now from when, when I did it um years ago when I studied in college but some things are the same you can kind of tell when someone had a natural organic growth and when someone went from zero to 100 and then it'll show in all their other platforms because you don't you're not going to go completely large here and then still on 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 Instagram is like nothing there. So before you compare yourself, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side because it's not authentic. It wasn't authentically created. So you stay with your organic flow and being organically you and be consistent. It's nothing wrong with those ladies who chose to promote themselves. If they bought the ads to promote themselves, that's cool. That's cool. I'm not knocking that. Heck, I may have to buy me an ad or two and step my game up because, again, they're promoting themselves. But what I'm telling you is don't compare yourself to somebody who's, who is actually doing a self-promotion of, 
you know, boosting a post or boost. You, you get what I'm saying? You can't compare your growth to somebody who bought and purchased a boost. If you organically are trying to grow within your craft. I know for me, typos and all, I want to grow to be a, a writer. I want to be able to have my articles in different places. I can say that, but if all I'm doing is just writing on Purposeful Mommy, not at the blue, it's not like old magazines just going to discover me. Okay. So I have to put myself out there. I'm going to have to, you know, step outside of the box, work a little bit better when it comes down to my editing and submit these articles to these people. If I want to grow on YouTube, I already know what I have to do. I have to constantly put out these videos. I'm very close with different ladies who are mom influencers. And when I say close, like eating dinner over each other's house, close play date close. You'll never know that because we're not those type of people that like, look, we're friends. <laughs> and I see the work and effort that they put in. They are so consistent. They have these tape days and it's real, you know, and I give kudos to them. So there's a lot of work behind the scenes. When my girl told me that she's now getting paid from YouTube for doing her thing. I was like, you did it. You, the hard work that I saw that she invested in her craft. I mean, all I could do is clap for, because that's what you do. When and you, when you learn how to be happy for others, it opens the door for you to grow. I have seen people who've been following me for years. They want like a post or nothing I do, but they go follow. <laughs> you know, there's some people that they, they buying what you sell and some people, they just want to watch what they just want to watch the lemonade. They don't want to drink from it. They just want to watch <laughs> why I don't know, but that's just what they do. Don't take it personal. Keep doing what you're doing. If you are a mom influencer and you're taking what you're doing as an act of service, that's what you're looking at it as of helping other people. And I can guarantee you, if you put God first in what you do, it will be blessed. It will grow and it will prosper. Please check out that blog post that I posted on Facebook and on Instagram. And I hope that you get some inspiration from it. It's not me just showing, Ooh, look at me. I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's letting you know, just keep doing you. I can guarantee you the opportunities are going to come. So you already know what I'm going to say, sister girl. Don't give up. You got this. Do you own your unique family? There's somebody who needs to hear how it is when it comes down to being an autism mom. There's somebody who needs to see a woman of color and how she manages effectively as a stay-at-home mom. There's somebody who needs to see how do you juggle as a single mom and housekeeping and children. There's somebody who wants to know how you are juggling co-parenting because guess what? They're co-parenting and they may be co-parenting while I'm doing two. They may be doing three, okay? So there's somebody out there that needs what you have. Remember that, okay? And connect with some solid groups. One of the groups that I really... Um, love. Um, I love this woman to death. We connected. Her name is Asada and it's the easy, be easy breezy tribe connect with awesome women, awesome women. And everybody that I connected with that group, they're like equally supportive of each other. I have had other people try to introduce me to different things. And it was kind of like, I want you to join me to make me look great. Because I am the star. And it's not like that with this particular organization. And it's the Easy Breezy Tribe. It's like those of us who connected and we shared with one another at a recent conference that the organization had. I believe it was in May. It was like everybody kind of like supports 
each other. And from that, it's like you, you grow your audience and vice versa. Okay. So connect with some authentic groups, not these mom loops where, Hey, you know, you got to follow all of this to, to like our stuff. And then bam, they disappear and they take all their follows back. So just be aware of the scams and things like that. Find some authentic, real people. There's, there are people out there who want what you got. So beyond your followers, beyond your likes, beyond your views, you got something there. Be consistent, stay focused and do you. Hey, thanks so much for joining me for our Q&A buffet day. I hope you are full. I hope you feel joy. And I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Again, as we close out on season three, we have one more episode left. And I just want to say thank you all so much for joining me, for supporting the podcast. Every time I see a view, I'm like, yes! somebody listening out there and I appreciate that so much if you have any feedback on any of the Q&A topics hey send me a voice clip and we can possibly share it here on the podcast episode again one more episode to go and I just want to tell you guys again be safe be blessed be prosperous and you already know what I'm going to say I love you but God loves you more Mwah.